Not really. Yeah, part two. Let's do it. Let's do part two. And we're back. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case some of you didn't listen simultaneously, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two and a half to Browns. Part two. Part two. Part two of 2.5, 2.0. <laughs> the second week slash first week. Second week slash Time first week. together. Yeah. All right. So what are we doing then? Uh, we got stories, questions, asshole court. Why don't we do questions first? Because my asshole court's not really an asshole court this week. It's more. It's like another bad beat that I reacted really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So. Uh, uh, four, three of them go same together, okay? Okay, wait, what? What? Yeah, you have four questions. Yes, but three of them, like... Remember, this is a... Yeah, four questions, This one, is an, an audio medium, you have to... So four questions, three of them, like, have kind of... They sync together, kind of, like, they're... They'll follow each other, you'll see. Okay. Okay. I can't fucking read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number one. Sweet. Wait, what's the name of this segment? Emmy's questionnaire. You should... Yeah, you should start with that. Say, this is Emmy's this questionnaire. This is Emmy's questionnaire. <laughs> well, not right now. Okay, okay, okay. Top of the line. <laughs> really on our shit. Do you really think it's... Okay, here's my question. Do you think it's scary to imagine that humans are the most intelligent life form in, a univer- in the universe? Or that there's more intelligent life form out there? Which is scarier? Yeah. The, the, that we're the smartest. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, dude. We are dumb. <laughs> As you can see from our fat bit of the week by this. Yeah, we are. <laughs> That's how people are. Dumb. Even like, but like individually, we're pretty dumb, but like collectively, collectively. we're really yeah. dumb. Just look at the Have people. You seen look at the people we elect to fucking yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Old laser eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those NFTs. There is a not insignificant portion of the population that would vote for Kanye West as the president. I want you to like really think about what I just said. Not college dropout Kanye, like today. <coughs> to like Kanye, they would vote for him today. Oh, have you seen people still backing him up? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's unreal. Pieces of shit, absolutely. God, how was college? What about this one, of our, one of our uh, uh, fantasy football friends who was in what? Two leagues with us? Maybe one league. Anyway, the one that made fun of you for. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> if we were doing that podcast 12 weeks ago, that would have been your bad beat. But, uh, yeah, he has a fucking Kanye West tattoo. Ooh. And when all of this shit started, he was like, what do I do? <laughs> He's like, I guess I'll just keep it because at the very least, it's a good conversation starter. And, like, we can get all of those things out of the way. Like, think about, so, like, if I, it's like if I, as a brown person, had, like, a swastika on my chest, right? Yeah. Night, <laughs> a bunch, like, the first conversation we had would be about racism. You'd be like, yeah, what the fuck? What's with the swastika? I'm like, ah, not fucking racism. <laughs> and then, they used and, to have, do you remember their first album? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but see, but, like. It would be an automatic filter because, like, I would for sure not fuck with you if you came up and you were like, "Yeah, so." Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, you misinterpreted." That's just. It could also be like a way to like get someone who's like too much on your shit to like leave you alone. It's like, 
Just casually revealing the tattoo. Like, like the oh, you're one of those? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them draw their own conclusion. <laughs> right, and it's, been, it's been my experience that most white supremacist bitches. This one fucking black dude with this one black. <laughs> Just don't know how to. Don't know how to get it out. Okay, here's my second one. Segway. Segway. <laughs> I, mean, I would fuck a white supremacist. I'm just saying, like, if I had a swastika tattoo, I would use it to my advantage. Yeah. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a swastika, swastika, <laughs> swastika tattoo, I would use it to my advantage. <laughs> What's the second question? Okay. <laughs> and how could I make it about my dick? Loki? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you've ever encountered a ghost? If so, how? Yes. And how does that impact your belief in afterlife? Belief in afterlife? On afterlife, yeah. I don't know, man. I can go so everyone share a ghost story. story. We're having a fun, light conversation. Now we're getting <laughs> 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 Candles and houses. It's going to be a stretch to make this about my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone share a ghost story. I know you have. Share a ghost story. Okay, everybody share a ghost story. And then now, (laughs) and I will just say how it impacted your thoughts in afterlife. Um, Yes. (laughs) Get your essay question. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you get all the points. (laughs) Um, So mine, the one that hit me the hardest, and at least Amelia as well, when we. Moved house, but we moved houses from Mexico City, City to Puerto Vallarta. We had to find a new school and everything, and most schools over there are old, uh, private, so we had to pay and go. Um, the school that we enrolled in, there was a lot, empty lot next to it, and no one knew what happened or whatever. But the months go by, and now you know every little kid has their imaginary friend. But mine was not only imaginary friend; it was. On the empty lot, there was a house with the mom, dad, and son. Wait, is it an empty lot or did they have a house on it? It was an empty lot at that point. Like, just the lot itself. There was no no residue of what happened before. Oh, there used to be a house on yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, uh, maybe no, years or months before. But doing research about my imaginary friend, he was the kid that lived in that house, but the, the house burnt, like caught fire, and the mom, the dad, and the son uh, got Your out. imaginary friend. I thought you were saying manager. I'm so sorry. This story makes so much more sense. Somehow I bring this imaginary friend home with me um, and everything. My parents would start figuring out that it was not only an imaginary friend, it was actually an entity. Mm-hmm. 
So they bring like so they went to the church. They hey like this happened in my house. Like you just forgot about the biggest part about all. No, that's not happening. Oh my god. No, there's more. So they're talking. They're talking to my parents like that or whatever. So the princess of the priest or whatever, the my manager friend didn't like that. So we go through the day whatever. In the middle of the night, I used to have a bunk bed. And at the time, my uncle used to live with us in the bottom bed. In the bottom of the bunk bed. In the middle of the night, I used to sleep on the top. Immediately, sleep's kind of crazy, but not like not. extremely crazy. Somehow, like, this kid um, kind of took over my movements of my own body. And the middle was on my right side. Somehow Emilio ended up over me, over the rail, and on the floor. And I, I dropped Emilio basically two uh, height of two bunk beds. Straight so the you're like bed. against the wall. Emilio's against the wall, and I picked him up. Oh, he's against the wall, and you went over I you over the rail right, to into the floor. floor. Straight. Did first. you win the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Get a title shot now? Dude, like, the worst part about it, too, like, as soon as I fell, like my uncle like woke up immediately, obviously. Yeah. And all my uncle told us, like, you remember just. Probably was staring down at me. Like, yeah, he, it's like it wasn't like no emotion on him. Just, just him staring, staring down. At me. Oh, like you were like it I wasn't was even deep. sleep. You they, were up. They really, they, obviously, we believe that he got possessed. That's, that's and it, and my uncle literally like obviously like he's trying that's to see if I'm okay. And yeah. I didn't feel it. Oh, to be fair, I, I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine and everything, but mm-hmm. that went through a lot. So then the priest came back the next day after this happened cleaned the, house. cleaned the house we couldn't go in the house for like at least three hours and they had to like put me down like gave me uh, like holy water in my back my chest my uh, head and everything like, so yeah that was the one that hit at least like impacted most of my family that way I've seen this movie <laughs> like in the, in the afterlife part I mean I believe in it because I, I see a lot of crazy shit on the daily and mm-hmm. monthly and stuff like that like I believe in it it just Depends whether it's a good entity or bad entity. Mm. Just fucking whack. That's fucking mm. wild. That's wild. Dude, I got so many of you. We should do that's my that's my segment, dude. That should be your podcast. Yeah, Carlos <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Ghost. No, he has a lot of crazy. Dude, like, I, have I only one. have one, but it's like not one. I crazy. don't have. Really? I mean, no. You, not like a, you ever fuck with somebody while you were playing with a Ouija board? No. Dude, that's a real. Like, you, like, you see my no, Ouija's. Uh, my grandma. My, my mother was, was like that. My, my grandma was like my dad was a kid. She was like, you can't play Ouija. So I'm like, okay. Like, that makes sense for you. Yeah. You should not play with Ouija. No, that. Like, uh, and uh, it's not for a fact that my like uh, at least I'm a medium. Like the connection between both. Yeah. But no, my like my dad was never like cool with the Ouija and stuff, but I really didn't have much of an interest. Like my cousin. Mostly on the white side, my cousin. It makes sense why it's on the white side. Or had a lot of ghost stories. Like anytime, like a light turned off, they're like, "Whoa!" I was like, mm, "All right, whatever." Yeah. No, I had like I had auditory hallucinations when I quit drinking one time. That like that's not the same thing as a ghost story. It fucked me up. But like, so you don't have a. It was, well, the reason I thought of it was because he said like his imaginary friend like, ended up being like an entity. Yeah. And I remember like having like when I was drinking, I had like a friend that I would talk to and then like when I tried to quit and like it was his voice that I was like here when I, I got like really bad and I had to go to the hospital for a week and everything yeah it was not a good time but I don't know if that, that wasn't really a ghost story so much as it was withdrawal it's not a ghost story but we should talk about that one of these weeks on the podcast yeah. but if, you, you fi- if you feel yeah well, I don't have any problem talking about but it, do you so. believe in like afterlife what are you what are your thoughts on that like uh, to the second part of the question how, about, how, about, how do ghosts impact your thoughts on afterlife 
So he only operates. I mean, okay. I don't know. You know. Like, I don't... Like, personally, I don't believe... I have a good theory. I don't believe, like... Con- like, I'm not convinced that there is one, but I'm equally not convinced that there, you know, isn't one, you know? So, okay, so I feel like your... I feel like your religious predilection and your willingness to believe in shit like it's that... It's over Is... The, will directly impact how you perceive like an external stimulus. Like you being atheistic would hear would 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 interpret that as an auditory hallucination of you trying to quit drinking. Where if that happened to fucking Braulio's mother, right. she would be hearing the devil and she needs to go to the fucking priest. Right, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like well, like it's the reaction. Um, right. like there was a point. Like I remember this. I remember more than he does than Melo does. But that was when Melo was a kid. Was he was. Is that you? What you were saying? Go ahead. Okay. So, I do believe that. Like, I think I either. I don't remember. I don't, I don't really have like him. Like much connection. Either my mom. Like we like connected to the ghost. I know my dad does. Also, my dad has dreams that like can tell. Like not like the the near future. It's not. It's weird. So. That's my dad. That's, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother hold, thing. Hold on to that because yeah, we're going to talk about that yeah. later too. So, like dreams. So, pretty much when I was little, like I was maybe five, four. Yeah, I was young. Like, barely talking. It was young enough to the point that every story a kid makes up is different every time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like kids. Right. Well, with me, um, I would. Well, not my kids because I slapped I, the truth. <laughs> 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 well, when I got like my parents used to get mad at me and I used to get like, get, like sad and stuff, I'm, like, I'm gonna run away to my other family. And I used to name names like mm. car and like car, sister, location, okay, like everything. Mm. And like every single time they would, and I started playing, like one time I was playing with cars and they asked me the same thing and I would respond the same way, same thing, same details and stuff like that. And to the point my parents believed I died. When I was young, and I was like that baby, mm-hmm. and then I also I was born with, like with my. But the thing is, like you still have some residual memories. Yeah, yeah. Residual memories. The thing is, like so in the I way can... that impacts my <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts in afterlife is with all with the existence of ghosts and the existence of what are, well, my parents experienced. When I was little, obviously I didn't experience it. I was like I don't have nothing with it. Is that I believe that now I am Catholic. My mom like it's like also I was taught me the Catholic ways and that's. Obviously, not the brightest one out there, but I'm Catholic, right? But I still believe that I have my own little belief in theory that life itself that we are all in is hell. So, and we either prove ourselves worthy of going into heaven, or we stay as entities of like, like by the way, like bad entities, so we just got ghosts around here, mm-hmm. or we all get another chance and we reincarnate, and then we become someone else and we check get another chance and stuff like that. It's a goofy one, but. Okay, I like but- so according to your theory, and also in the Bible it says God will never knew do no harm. So according to your theory, a little kid got burned down in a house, died a horrific death, and then came back to have another chance because someone somewhere perceived that he wasn't a good enough person at fucking three years old. Well, other kinks aren't worked out, but... That's where, like, yeah, that's where, that's where people that's lose me when we talk about religion yes. and afterlife and shit. When people try to make sense of it, that's where you lose me. Because, like, religion has always been the boundary between 
the scientifically understood and the unknown. We're just trying to make sense of what we have no idea about, right? Mm -hmm. So like my story, I have, uh, I had a, uh, me and uh, one of my exes went to the house in uh, Fort Scott, Kansas, right? And like everything was going smooth and everything was cool until we moved into this house. And we moved into this house and it was because it was super cheap and it was a giant house and it had a two car garage that I had that I had a giant gym in and had room to park in and there was like six bedrooms and it was like too good to be true and like most things in life is too good to be true it is right so we moved in in the summertime and so of course you're moving in in the summer what are you gonna do with all your Christmas shit you're gonna stick it in a corner somewhere right so on the third floor this fucking house had three floors on the third floor it was like it would it, it used to be the attic, but they converted it into like one giant bedroom. And then you know how it, like the house comes to a point. Yeah. The fucking corners where the ceiling was too low, that was a crawl space, and it was all storage up and down the fucking thing. And then there was a big walk-in closet cut out into like an alcove, right? So, in in the walk-in closet, there was a hatch. You pull out the hatch, and then you have access to this all this storage space, right? So we shoved all the Christmas stuff in there, closed the hatch. We'll get it in fucking December. The longer we're living there, the longer weird things start happening. Like more weird and weird shit starts happening. Her son, who before we moved into that house was, I'm not gonna say he was an angel, but he was a good kid, right? Mm -hmm. He starts lighting fires, acting weird, being aggressive, like, you know what I mean? Like shit that's yeah. like to the point where like, yo, should we get a therapy? Like, is he not just yeah. wants to move? Like what's going on? Her daughter goes off the deep end. Her and I start arguing all the fucking time. And then shit starts, be, like weird shit starts happening where I'm like, yo, where's my fucking belt? Because I take my fucking belt off when I get home because, you know, first thing I do, pants off, right? <laughs> <laughs> I take my belt off, I put it on the hook, pants come off into the fucking hamper and I go back downstairs. When I get ready for work, the belt's right there. Boom, 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 done. One day the belt's not there. Where the fuck is the belt? I didn't touch your belt. Did you put it on the hook? Of course I put it on the fucking hook. Where the fuck else would I put the belt? The belt is in the fucking, in mm -hmm. one of the fucking kitchen drawers with the knives in it. Who the fuck would do that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so shit like that starts happening. Things start get, get going missing. We start hearing footsteps when there's nobody upstairs. I'm like, yo, is there a fucking, is there a raccoon up there? Do we need to call pest control? So Christmas rolls around. We go to fucking grab all the fucking all the shit, all the Christmas shit, right? And so we have the fuck, we take a fucking uh, 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 a flashlight, turn the flashlight on, put it down so it shines, the, so it lights up the fucking room for the first time. We've never seen what it fucking looks like in the crawl space. I grab the Christmas tree, I turn around, as I'm coming out the fucking crawl space, in burnt charcoal, it's our upside down crosses, and an open bottle of holy water, on the fucking thing. Yeah. And there's fucking burnt sage and fucking, and I go, oh, somebody did a fucking seance, and, and a seance or an exorcism or some shit yeah. in here. So now we start doing research on the fucking house and there was a fucking triple murder in there and all kinds sure. of fucking wild shit that yeah. happened. Like, Cause it's an old house. So it's like 50 years old and that whole, and we're like, oh, <laughs> like this is like, there's some bad energy here, yeah. right? Never saw a ghost, never fucking, but you know, but Only I'm a firm believer in that, like, 
of like positive energy and negative energy yeah. of like things that we don't understand like we have this like quantum strength theory where like if you and I touch each other like there's a there's there, there's a slight chance that like an infinitesimal particle that we're forever connected as far as we can go to the opposite ends mm -hmm. of the universe we could be connected by these quantum particles and shit. So like how could, so maybe positive energy and negative energy works the same way. And maybe like if something horrible happens here, like some weird fucking energy state. But we don't know what the fuck is going on. Like we're just like grasping at straws trying to figure out like how to explain the unexplainable. Yeah. And that's what I think about when, when people start talking about the afterlife and, and it God and ghosts and shit. We don't know, I don't know, I don't have the mental capacity to figure it out. I'll never be smart enough to figure it out. Maybe somebody smarter than me will be able to figure it out, like the steam engine and electricity and the internet. I just fucking hang out and I use it. There's no fucking, <laughs> there's no point in me like worrying about it or wasting all my time and energy and focus on like prescribing to these beliefs when, you know, I got fucking bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, and then, well, on this question, do you guys believe that, um, that Thing that's gonna figure it out. It won't be human, but it will be like technical. Like it will be a computer that will figure out the afterlife. Like AI machine like learning. AI machine will figure out afterlife before. I don't. Really that would be the worst thing that could yeah, happen. They're gonna have eighty percent of the people that are gonna go. Eh. I don't believe that a machine said it. Yeah. Oh, a machine said I should get a vaccine. Or nothing. <laughs> Yo, I saw an interview recently with like Mark Cuban talking about like AI learning and like how much smart. worse like. Like how how big of a problem like misinformation is on like Twitter and stuff. Oof. Like it's about to get so much worse with the way that like AI learning is progressing because like there's like, like deep all, fakes and shit. Yeah, there's already like AI like prompt bots that you can go onto. Like he said his uh, his kid was messing around with it. He was able to go on and be like write a paper about like such and such historical event from the perspective of an eighth grader worth like this much, you know. And the AI bot can like already start doing that. So if you wanted to like start filtering in like AI like wants to do like any kind of misinformation campaign and then when they start talking to each other then you just start seeing it progress and roll out. There's so already AI bots. I don't know how much time you spend on like Reddit or any other long form forums where like it's not just 160 character retweets and responses where like people can get well thought out responses and have like a long conversation. You can spot them. You can go, oh, that's about, you go on any fucking, any post about politics, world news, whatever, you can go, oh, that's about, oh, that's well, about, like, oh, even that's about, oh, that's about. Nowadays, like, when I used to be super into buying sneakers and stuff like that, they, people sell you bots. Mm-hmm. So, so you can get spots on that sneaker drop. Yep. Like, and it's super cheap. That's like, how motherfuckers do, that's how scalpers do concert tickets. Now. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. bots. It, you, it's, can't, it's, you can't buy a fucking ticket it, on ticket. And it was like $100 for like 10,000 bots. And well, however many payers you hit, you can, pay, you can pick however you want or you can buy them all. And it's just like that. But yeah, it's fucking right. If I, yeah, like, if I'm the afterlife out, then like, people are also, I don't think people would believe it. I feel like, honestly, I feel like people already figured it out that afterlife. People just don't want to believe it. Because they have their own. Well, the thing with religion is like, I me personally even I yeah right like, you you may, like that's a that's a wild thing to think about like some guy in 1586 was like I think this is how it is but he's right yeah but he like, has no way of to concrete to, to concretely prove it he has no way of fucking showing but you know, like then, I said like and know. everyone's so stubborn to the point that like no one's gonna like, open to other uh, to other ideas in religion like, like I feel like Catholics probably I don't know if you know this you guys probably do mm -hmm. but like Catholics are the most like stubborn like yeah, hard headed the, the worst, worst type yeah. of like religion you yeah. can be part of Raised and. Catholic. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's insane. It's insane. Like I know Christians are here in the U.S. have a bad blood, but Catholics all over the world are hated. I was, like, it's just honestly insane. Honestly, like I'm like super into Buddhism. 
Oh, so we could make this about my dick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, ah, 
<laughs> and we're back. You already know. <laughs> Took a 14 minute detour. <laughs> <laughs> what location would you hunt? Uh, what location my, would I you would, I would haunt my hot, flexible wife because she's a lot younger than I am. She'll still be here. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, dude. Honestly, I feel like I, I would do a hotel. A what? A hotel. That's creepier than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, I was on a movie theater. Nigga, you would have bought work? Shit. God, you boring. No, never mind. I don't, yeah, no. I'm finding you, Jabroni. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I will find I be in a sports stadium. <laughs> sports stadium? At a stadium. Like, the, imagine. Yeah, I was just thinking about like, so, Red Bulls Amphitheater or something like that. So, like, I like I know what you're saying, but, like. But, like, haunting, like, you're scaring people? So, like, if you're, if you're haunting. Like, let's just say, messing with the area. It's not but scaring people. So, like, if you're. I haven't, I haven't endeavored to that. But, like, say you're going to haunt Arrowhead. Cause you're, like, say you're Ryan Barkley and, like, you're, <laughs> You have a hard on for Arrowhead State. Right? <laughs> so you've decided you're gonna haunt Arrowhead, right? So what do you do for the other 350 days a year where there's not a cheapskate? Just walk around and get a view. <laughs> Just stare at the fucking Denny's on 435. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get to fucking like I would haunt somewhere fun, right? Like you know, like up and Vegas. Down some shit. Like, like you, I don't know. Like, what like a casino in Vegas. I'll haunt a casino in Vegas, dude. I, dude, I, I feel like, like, like after you, if you've lived a, a full happy life, and like you die when you're 83, and you've lived and you've Pele, loved Rick and Pele. you've had kids and you've got, like, yeah, like your pet, your Pelé, right? Like, what it, what is left for him to do? He's gonna haunt and do what? No, Pelé will 100 percent play ball soccer. No, bro, Pelé is the type of every like time he would haunt, like he would haunt like a youth soccer facility yeah. and like read the red goals for the for the little short kid that can't run fast. <laughs> no, because Pelé, when Messi passed him and goal scored, he would go and he went on this Instagram bio and upped it by three. <laughs> like he's a legend, but God, he did not like Messi much. Like every single time Messi passed him, like three more goals. I don't know. I mean, Brazil is like, Argentina. I don't think it's like you know. Well, yeah, Brazilian Argentina is a whole different thing. Yeah. Plus, Argentina is a little. I don't know, man. Like, what? Like, I haunt the movie theater. For you sure. haunt the movie and just watch every new movie. That yeah, like the Chinese theater. Like, you have, like Holly, like the big, like where all the premieres come out. I just watch movies, man. Like, so that brings me to another point. Like, most people's ghost stories are negative because that's oh, that's how human perception works, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't get together. And talk about the good tables that came in at the, That's just background noise. Holy. But we will have a fucking story about this fucking cunt that came in and asked you what time it was. Right? Yeah. So like, See, what if, like, what if we're all being haunted on the daily, but they're just doing stuff like, and that's guarding angels, like, like turning off the coffee maker so your house doesn't burn oh, no. down, <laughs> or like, or like, or like. Or, Oh, he can't find his belt. <laughs> Put it in the kitchen for him. Put it in the kitchen for him. Somebody goes to make his coffee and goes to get the spoon and get the fucking kitchen. Like, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, what in that but we don't, but like, we don't perceive it. Because as humans, we want to think that we're responsible for our own success. Like, yeah. every motherfucker that's ever been born on third base thought he hit a triple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's also a different way. Like, for me, my dad always told me this since um, when I got to high school. It was like, 
Teachers will remember good students and bad students, not the middle ones. They'll remember C's. Yeah. yeah. If you're one of the middle ones, you're not gonna get remembered by anyone. I'm like, okay, yeah. So we're going back to that. You, we, we talk about all, you know. Yeah. The negatives of it, not the positive of it. It's, yeah. it's easier. To There's probably six negative. ghosts in here right now, yeah. like, like minding their own business, fucking around. Like, <laughs> you fucking see this fucking idiot over here. Yeah. <laughs> These dummies with the fucking phone and the phone thing. <laughs> this is a perfect segue to my next question. If ghosts did exist, would you prefer for them for us to be for them to be visible to us or for them to stay like they are now? Oh no, I would there. never be able to masturbate in peace. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Get the you, fuck out of here. Could you imagine? Never. I, I can't imagine it because I actually see it. I don't even like I don't even like it when like the dog is in the room. No. <laughs> like, let alone like a the dog is like dumb man me, yeah. just watch it. <laughs> fuck that. No. You ever got a little surprise threesome? Because <laughs> <laughs> the dog thinks you're playing it like... <laughs> it's like pawn at you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange tongue on his own. Yeah. No, absolutely. If it's stay, do whatever you want. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. I don't care. <laughs> Just don't drink the last fucking water. Don't drink the last bottle of water. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm keep that. I, I'm kind of cool just seeing it, but wouldn't like I can tell you what it looked like. But if, <laughs> but if you could see them, do you think like since we were born, so like they're a normal thing to us? Would we think there's something else apart from no. them? Oh, we're just like oh, those are ghosts. But what if like. Huh. Because our brains will always think. Wait, wait. Our brains will always like. Or the just the way humans are, we want to expand and think of more, more of things. Like and with with relationships with life, we don't always think about like. Well, that's oh, that's how, not this is. We always think about like what well, could have come well, from that, but or like what or like what's more from. Well, the, the, there's always gonna be something else that we the want. The supernatural, yeah. because like I said before, like it, even if. The afterlife is explained by an AI and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, but what about the after afterlife? What happens after you're done with the afterlife? And we we yeah, won't it, know. It a huge It'll cycle. just keep going. Yeah. Think, but think about it like this. Just keep going. Like you said like the kid was behaving badly in your story. You as a kid don't have a, as you're not developed on thinking that's something else. No, you, you you're just, just, you you're just, just see it and you go with you it. Just react. You go with it. Like, if you basically could see him since you were born and stuff like that, that would just be your everyday life. Yeah. Like, you were a kid, you don't have that mentality. Like, like was a kid, uh, you play around with it, whatever. Uh, hey, whatever. You don't think much of it. Hey. And if we want to go back to, like, the one I gave, like, brought down from my dad's dream. It's actually, it's like the one that he told me that I remember very, very, very vividly. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, we got to circle, <laughs> circle back to yeah. dreams. So my with dream so this is my dad has I have a couple more but this is the one I just remember very vividly so um, one night my dad was like he took he, he said, I'm telling the way he told me yeah he was sleeping he was having a so. and <laughs> Wait, I mean, I don't <laughs> you don't your dad <laughs> <laughs> I just remember we decided to call this episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
35 minutes, I'd be like, what? I want the first answer. Dad's dream. Yeah. So my dad's dream was it was him, me, Braulio, and this unknown figure. It was like a. Honestly, I, in my head, I described it as a stick figure, honestly. That's the way I think of it. When he told me the story, that's the way I, like, I imagined it, right? Mm-hmm. And they were just walking down, downtown Mexico City. We were all just walking, walking, mm-hmm. having fun, and we started getting shot by arrows and uh, from the top of buildings, mm-hmm. right? And honestly, like, we all take cover, blah, blah, blah. And then my dad, he looks up and sees, like, glares of, like, the people, like, speeding back and forth, right? To the point, and then he looks to her right, and then a, a thing came, and then... Boom, someone's dead. But he can't see who it is, but someone's dead. Mm-hmm. Clearly someone's dead. But he looks around, he can't find Bali or not. So he wakes up, I remember this perfectly. He's like, he startled me, he fucking freaked me out. He came into our room, and uh, at the time we were living, and it was Barclay. And then, so he woke me up, and he's like, are you guys okay, are you okay, okay? Like, he's trying to, I was like, trying to look up and make sure we're not dead in our sleep. So he's like waking up, he looks up, and fine. He starts calling family and friends. He called my godfather. And then my godfather, Minutes before, a couple, 30 minutes before, he got the news that his dad died. Oh, that's wild. And then he was like, how? How like, how did you know? He's like, my dad's like, well, I had this dream, blah, blah, blah. And, like, and they had huge talk about it. I, so I'm a firm believer that. Subconscious. Not every, not every dream means something, but it means something. Yeah. Like. Like when you dream, like a scientist will tell you, it's just it's your brain purging the toxins and yeah. it's randomly firing to reset you for the next day. But there's got to be some meaning in that, right? Like, like, especially if you're having a recurring dream. Like, I highly encourage you. Like, it's it's a lot like fucking astrology. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of shit that could apply to anybody at any fucking time. Mm-hmm. And like, but like. Like for example, like I I was having a recurring dream for a while where you're I'm driving and then all of a sudden I can't reach the pedals. Mm-hmm. No matter how far I stretch, I can't reach the fucking pedals. Like I'm still in control. Like I'm still on. I can still turn the car, but I can't slow down. I can't slow down or speed up. The car is just going. And after I don't know eight months of having that fucking dream, it's like. You know, you, you you Google it and you look around and shit, and you know it's it's your it's your subconscious telling you that you're no longer in control of your life and like yeah. things are, are gonna spiral out of control and blah blah blah. blah. And so you know, you make positive changes and then you're not on the fucking dream anymore. But to your point, like it goes back to our point before, like maybe some weird connection happened that kept your fucking dad in touch with his fucking godfather, but your brain is in its subconscious state and it's like it's giving you like cryptic messages and shit like I don't know maybe yeah, well, uh, yeah just bad or maybe it was a wild coincidence yeah that's another yeah that's <laughs> insane right. it's really insane well like um my dreams are like some of my bads but the one I remember like too hard is um one night I fell asleep whatever 3.30 for the past like Back then, I was waking up for the for a whole week straight at three thirty. I don't know if you guys know three thirty is called it's like called the devil's hours, like when all the energy spirits go basically mm-hmm. away. That's usually when I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, dude. Lately, like I since then, I've been trying to fall asleep before three thirty. I cannot. If I fall, if I'm awake at three thirty, I'm not sleeping. Oh, but I'll fall asleep at three thirty. I get waking up by a dream of a guy saying 
my best friend's name. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I get out. Hey, always. I was being a dick. I know. There might be two or three people listening to this podcast. I'd go, oh. oh." Seen in Rick and Morty where Squanchy throws away the PFF recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Owen, and I texted Owen at like three thirty ish. I was like, "Yo, I know you promised me. Just when you wake up, let me like we're good. I just had a dream of a guy saying your name, like whatever, cause, like something's going on." He's like, "Okay." So he wakes up. Um, and he's yeah, man, fine, whatever. And then two days later. Um, he found he found out that his uncle passed away, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know there can be a quick weird coincidence about it, but like some random guy that I never heard in my life because the voice was not familiar. All he says, "Hey, Owen, Owen." Okay, somebody has told Owen. Okay, that's wild, man. Dude, I I hate my dreams sometimes because it's like so like even if, so the food like I cannot forget so, about like. Forget about what you believe in. What is it? If even if it's a wild coincidence, if you can take that experience and make it into positive changes for you or somebody else, or reconnect with somebody, or reach out when you didn't think you were gonna reach it, who gives a fuck? Just run with it. Yeah. And make your life or somebody else's life better. Like, if you want to believe, believe. If you want to believe, it was a fucking spirit telling you to fucking fuck. Great. But don't like, don't sit on it because it could be a fucking spirit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so what? Well, if you just end up sitting on it, it's gonna end up being turning into a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, just like stuff like that. The, the craziest dream I've probably ever had is probably it was like actually I haven't even told anyone. So if I tell my parents about bad dreams, they're gonna freak out and like they'll like literally like, like especially my dad, they're like spray holy water and on fine, and shit. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. fine with me. But, but anyway. It's actually like a little bit, a couple months before I started having my weight loss. Like I started like doing mm-hmm. weight loss. It was me in my. It was like me in my deathbed in my deathbed, and I mm. feel, and I feel like it was. Mm. I feel like it was my deathbed because it was like all my family around me. We were old as shit. Um, <laughs> my, Which my, means you're old as shit. Yeah, you're, you're but he was older. Tomorrow. Yeah, and then, but and then also there's my family around me and then but there's no one else around me there's no one there in my deathbed what I believe in my deathbed no one else just you and my family like I, I didn't have I was like I don't think I had like kids or whatever but and then like, when you like try, well, I was like trying to look around I couldn't speak I couldn't do anything all I could see was just that right and I couldn't even see my own body and it was like it, it was like it was like recurring for a couple like days and to the point like and I was like I think one day I just got up and I like, looked at myself in the mirror like when I after my dream and I was like like I don't know if it's like because meaning that this is during a very dark time in my life too. Like I didn't want to make friends. I didn't want to talk to anyone. It was just like me, me, me. And honestly, I was like didn't even like sleep in the house during during that time too. Honestly, I probably was. But um, and I think one day it might have been like you said maybe like like a change that I took that deathbed dream into like something positive. Something positive, which was my weight loss, because I believe that my recent death would be my weight gain. That's that what sounds. I, that's what a, that I, sounds an awful lot like you were thinking about it, but you weren't actively yeah, thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I was like scared. Because I'm sure. Yeah. Listen, we all go through those phases where we're like we're selfish, and we're not paying attention to our fucking habits. But like you walk past yourself in the mirror and you go, mm, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. But and you then, don't like verbalize it. You don't internalize it. And you and have, then, but then you have that dream where like it puts it all together for you. It's like you fat fuck, get your shit together. But the thing, the thing that put it more perspective for me was like it was only them in, in that room. Yeah. I didn't have friends there. Or anything, and that's why I feel like I became a little bit more extrovert. I feel like mm. everyone's telling me. Mm. Like Julie even tells me that like I'm mm. a little bit more happier and stuff mm. like that. And that's because like I've changed my attitude to because like I feel like the way I was before of like super conservative, I kind of like fist at everything. That all feeds. That all feeds itself. Like you know, the, you know, <laughs> you know, look good, feel good, feel good, play yeah. good, play good, pay good. You know what I mean? Like you, all of that builds upon itself, and you become a different fucking person, which is. And I feel like now I feel like I became a better brother for you. Could you imagine like, fucking Fat Emmy on this podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. No. You would, I don't think he, he, he would have been the podcast. That's what I'm saying. No, I didn't mean that to mean yeah. like no, I would yeah, have yeah, him yeah, on the no. podcast because he sucked. I mean, there's no chance he would be no, here. No, he would right not right. be here. No, no chance. I don't think I would have even like, put myself in the situation. No, absolutely not. And then now I'm like. Literally tens of people hear you. But honestly, like the weirdest thing. But for that Fat I, Emmy, that would have been terrifying. Yeah. yeah honestly, yeah. now like the weird, the weird thing that I did now at school, I would like just go up to random people like, hey man, I love the shoes, and I make a conversation with them. And like, honestly, that's with, wild. With Elena, like I generally like I don't think I could have the type of issues that I have with her that I have with like that I, like that I had before. Like no hate towards my ex, but at the same time it was like with her it was more like uh, it was like more of the things settled. <laughs> Yeah, just saying. Okay, she's not listening. I think yeah, she's not. But I think I ended up did settling, and then, um, <laughs> and then with Elena, it's the first time I finally feel like I'm just like someone I can truly like care for, and I, I care for all of my all too. And then obviously, it's a funny thing, man. When it's a, when you're in a relationship where you're like reaching up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, honestly, you know what I, you understand know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's different, man. It's like, and it feels great. To yeah, I love it so much, and then. But it's like it, having a nice car. But like, <laughs> but like I mean, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like yo, like I really fucking worked hard, and like now I'm enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and I really hope that like I have the dream again, but it's just a bunch of my friends. Like, That'd be cool. Not just not like I mean, a re- yeah, like, you're like we'd be podcasting. Yo, tell us about the afterlife. Give us the inside scoop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like what you were saying, like it's, uh, being receptive to it, and then effect, having that effect, positive change in your life, and then just I've often found that like when good things happen to me, and like it's seemingly like maybe something that was out of my control, like just not analyzing it is always really key. Like I, I don't know, maybe that works for some people. For yeah. me, it's always I've always had like a theory that as soon as I start to try and like dissect it, analyze it, and like yeah, sell it. That it break, it falls apart, and I like if I just keep it to myself. You sabotage it. Yeah, but I just keep it to myself, keep it private, and good things just build on good things. Like you said, like you know, you wait for like like in your case, or actually all of my cases, like if you waited for motivation to start doing the things you needed to do to make yourself feel better, you would never you do would it. Never right. yeah. Action comes first, and then motivation. But I mean, there's another thing I could have probably taken that dream as like, oh, I'm about that, and I would have probably consumed myself more. Yeah. But I feel like, honestly like it was already t- it was already there. Like I. I feel like that thought of like I gotta be better like lingered around my head. Well, you Dude, need my... you need motivation to develop yeah. discipline. Yeah. Once that motivation once that motivation fades, you have to have the discipline to continue. Yeah. And when you're still in that motivation phase, when you start seeing results, that's when the fucking 
Listen. And honestly, I feel like I'm super happy that motivation was for me, not for anyone else. I honestly, a lot of people believe. Like, oh, that's the key. Yeah, that's, like that's it has huge. to be for you. It can't be for the lot of, of like I had a lot of friends that told me that they think I lost weight because I wanted to like please my parents. Oh, but, like that's not true. Like I was, I love my parents, and like they they have like hard love, but they still like love and have so much love for Brian and I. But no, I, I literally like started my way with feeling that I wanted to lose it. I wanted to become a better person. I wanted to be more outgoing. I wanted to be better. Like, honestly, I don't think I could have this spiel right now if I acted like, for it. I don't think I could. Yeah, yeah I mean, honestly, that's like, that's like the first thing, the first tenet of like Alcoholics Anonymous and Al Anon. It's like, you've got to be the one that wants to change. Like, if you're trying to change for anything else, any yes, reason, anyone, anyone else, I don't know. And that's the thing that teach people that are in Al Anon who are like, have loved ones that are alcoholics. It's like, you wanting them you to change no, isn't going to be enough for them yeah, to change. You have no fucking. It, it's heartbreaking to watch, but like sometimes the best thing you can do is just to let them go down their path. Because you're not ready to hear it until you're ready to hear it. So Yeah. Can we talk about something lighthearted now? We can finish something like we got like seven minutes. We could probably do the bartender tip. Or yes, ask- let's just do that. Because like asshole court, it's not... The story I have, dude, it's a 20 minute It's a 20 minute. <laughs> I don't, we don't have time this week. Let's just do, let's do the, uh, the server bartender tip. I could probably get it going. Uh, my tip was, if you come to the bar and ask me how a food item, if it's good or bad, and I'll tell you it's bad, and you're like, hey, I'm still going to try it. And then you complain to me that it's shady and you want another check. Mm-mm. No, nah, I already I already warned you before you got it. Yeah. <laughs> don't co- don't get the thing that didn't tell you and then complain to me about it. Like, why would I lie? Yeah. Like, why would I make that up? So yeah. I mean, I think my server tip of the week is look up the the type of food the restaurant has before you show up because. Fucking hell, every time someone shows up to New Philadelphia and goes like, you just got steak, ribeye? To be fair, we do inexplicably have steak knives. <laughs> <laughs> I got asked the other day, but you guys have, uh, you guys have any seafood? I mean, we have the, the fish and chips. <laughs> no, like a salmon? You guys have a salmon? What do you think you are? <laughs> if we did have salmon, there's no chance I'm letting Shelly cook you all. <laughs> Zero. 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 45 minutes I was waiting on a chicken breast the other day. <laughs> no telling when you get that fucking shit. <laughs> it's not too bad, man. Yeah, you'd, you'd, be, you'd be better off getting a fucking pole and a hook. <laughs> uh, mine is... Um, uh, <laughs> the cute bartender does not want to fuck you. <laughs> and sh- she is... Going to smile and say flirty things and make eye contact it doesn't mean that she wants to fuck you. It means, you know, that's that's what she does for a living. Now, should you feel like you've made a connection and she gives you explicit permission to leave your number on the receipt, you gotta do better than five bucks on sixty. <laughs> <laughs> because it the very small chance that you had has just evaporated. And not only have you left some pussy on the table, but we're all laughing at you. <laughs> and we have your number. And, and <laughs> we have your number. 
So if you're gonna leave your number on a ticket for the cue bartender, you gotta do better than twenty than fucking five on sixty. And here's the other thing: if you overtip and don't leave your number, she's spending it on me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have, wait, I have one more. I have one more. I have one more. This is our first listener contribution. Uh, you ready? Making history. Are you guys ready? Every episode. First listener contribution. <laughs> this is from my hot, flexible wife. Okay. If I stop in front of you and I'm making a lap around the bar rail and I have several other people that I'm talking to, and I say, are you good? Can I get you anything? And you say, I'm good, but in a minute, can I order some food? That minute is now. <laughs> I have just made a concerted effort to get your order. <laughs> in a minute, I'll get some food. Okay, well. Your minute and my minute are going to be two very different things. Why? Wow, wow. My minute wow. just got so much longer. Because I have 12 other people to take care of and a fucking printer full of tickets that won't shut the fuck up. So if I fucking stop in front of you and say, hey, you want some wings or something? You go, maybe. Oh, well, maybe I'll give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, I feel it a lot. So mine is, it is 2022, almost 2023. Every restaurant that you want to order from has some form of menu online. Mm -hmm. And you can be confident in looking at that menu, knowing what you want, and then calling the restaurant. Yes. If you call the restaurant and you get me and you ask me what's on the menu, I'll just tell you to go online. Go on the website. I will hang up. Because I've got shit to do, bro. Not reading you the menu. Especially with you motherfuckers that don't tip on takeout. Bro. Hey, do you guys have... Hey, do you have the internet? <laughs> yeah, we're on the super cool app called Google. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you heard of it. Let me know you found us. But that's going to wrap it up, right? Yeah. That'll wrap it up. You want to take us out? <laughs> Talk shit, get clicks. <laughs> <laughs>